Good evening. Happy Ascension Day to everyone. A couple of things about the Ascension. Um, first of all, Ascension is really, if you think about it, it's a mystery that kind of mirrors the mystery of the Incarnation, which is the way it is kind of reversed. That is to say that in, at Christmas, when we celebrate the Incarnation, we think about the mystery of how he who fills all things, God who made all things and fills all things, can become human and sort of be, be limited in time and space uh, in, in human form. And so Jesus lives and dies and rises. And now the ascension is kind of the reversal. He who came down to take on the limitation of human form now ascends with his humanity back into when we say heaven, it's not just the sky, but is, we think of it as the realm of eternity, the realm, uh, the, the, the dimension of reality that transcends limitations of time and space. And in our morning prayer lesson from Ephesians, he said, he, when he, uh, he talks about he ascended on high, that he might fill all things. And what's different, he who came down and was incarnate by the Holy Ghost to the Virgin Mary now ascends, he came down as God only. He became human. And now the ascension, he ascends as the God-man. He takes our humanity with him back into the realm of eternity. So he is now a glorified human being. And we should understand that this is our destiny. We talk about, we look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. We mean that we will we will now share in that ascended glory of our Lord. So it's a mystery and something to think about uh, that, that our, our Lord now is present in a way that, that he can be, be um, accessible to everyone at all times in all places because he's no longer limited by, by, the, by, the, by the reality of time and space that he took on the Incarnation. There's a sadness to that. I was with some, you know, Deacon Bob Blythe and who moved to Texas. He, I was with him in Denver last weekend. And he said he didn't like the ascension because he liked Jesus being here with us. And there's something sad about, you know, we, we put out the Paschal candle. And there's something about that visceral nature of Easter. You know, he is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. And we're singing Pascha Nostrum. And there's something joyous. And now something happening. He is gone. And there is, it does introduce, if you think about it, in the church calendar, this sort of, Parenthesis, he was there with us and now he's gone and we're waiting for the Spirit to come, but we're sort of, and he promised in, in one of the Easter Tide Gospels he would not leave us as orphans, but we, we feel in, in that liturgical sense kind of alone. He's not here as the risen Christ and the Spirit has not yet come. Um, but that's the other unique character of Ascension Tide, it is a season of expectation. And as we live our way through the church year, you know, we fasted during the season of Lent to prepare for the resurrection, and then we feasted during Eastertide, uh, and now as Christ ascends, the unique character of Ascension Tide, which is the time between now and Pentecost, a week from Sunday, is expectation. Jesus said, wait in Jerusalem for the promise of the Father, which, which I'll send, which is the Spirit. And so in our lives of prayer during Ascension Tide, what we're thinking about is, is not that we, we already, of course, have the Holy Spirit, but as we live again through the, the, the story of our Lord in the church year, as we experience again the reality of these things, we, we pray for the Spirit to come to us in a new way on Pentecost. So we have a 
uh, a 10-day season beginning today where we begin to pray uh, for the Holy Spirit to come. And so we should think in our lives here, what is it that we would like the Holy Spirit to bring to us in a new way? Is there a, a spiritual gift that, that we need, a, 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 a way of, a sort of a gift of strength in some way, a gift of understanding, of knowledge, of perseverance, uh, uh, some way that, that, we, that we want the Holy Spirit to come in a new way. It's a good thing to, to think about during the next uh, nine days. There was a, a form of prayer uh, in the church called a novena. I always thought it was just some weird name, but it actually comes from the nine-day period between now and, and um, Pentecost. Nine days of prayer for the Holy Spirit to come in a, in a certain way to grant uh, a gift. And so let's enter into the season of ascension with this kind of expectation, knowing our Lord is risen, he's Lord of all, which is why we can now pray to him to give us things, because he, hears, he can hear us all as, as in his glorified humanity at the throne of God, what our stained glass window represents to us, and he can answer our prayers. We have a nine-day season now to make petition, uh, to ask him to send us the Holy Spirit in a new way on Pentecost. And as Jesus said in one of his teachings on prayer, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.